Welcome to the first episode in this three-part podcast series exploring the introduction of electric propulsion at Contest Yachts here in the Netherlands. And uh, my name is Mike Owen, and I'm sitting here with Contest Yacht CEO Arjen Konine. And uh, rather than have me going on and with some waffly introduction, let's get straight into the hows and whys and the whens. So Arjen, hi. This, hi. This seems uh, not just an exciting option, but uh, a very significant one uh, for uh, not just yacht owners, but also this sector of the industry. True. This is the, the start of a new era. So I think we are all getting used to uh, all kind of electric and sustainable approaches in our surroundings, so we can see, of course, with the cars that it's uh, taking a, a huge uh, step forward. And this is something that will come definitely also uh, for uh, for yachts. Well, I believe it. I mean, it's actually going to be a requirement, isn't it, to get down to zero emissions? So, really, we're at the forefront in this sector. Perhaps that's difficult to predict. Let's say I think you can better be well prepared for something like that. Uh, I think that's really an early stage, but. You can see that more and more uh, pressure is put on uh, environmental rules. And I think at the long run, it will absolutely be something that is under strict uh, rules. Yeah. I mean, and we've, see, we've seen it already in the construction of the yachts here, haven't we? I mean, a lot of work's gone into sustainability in the facilities. True. So uh, I think uh, if you look at our yard here in Holland, we, we have to fill some obligations. And then so what we have here is our roofs completely covered with solar panels which is not an obligation, but you can feel that there's much more pressure on, uh, on let's say, uh, um, the use of electricity. Uh, so next to the solar panels, we did insulation for all the holes. Uh, uh, we do all kind of electricity-friendly moves, and I think it's not only for uh, the obligation that we do this, but also because we believe we, we um, want to be part of a sustainable environment. and. Sailing yachts are, of course, a good example of, uh, let's say, uh, environment-friendly. Yeah. Uh, they live quite literally, everything breathes. So, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And, of course, we've also done this in the construction of the yachts with the early being an early innovator in injection molding because, again, that's all about emissions, and that was in, before anybody really started talking about it this way. Yeah, absolutely. So it's part of uh, our step into infusion was the fact that uh, with vacuum infusion, you reduce... Um, the, the styrene outputs dramatically. So uh, it's much better for environment. It's also much better for uh, the employees, of course. Uh, it was a part of our decision. Next to that, of course, it brings really benefits uh, in terms of weight and in terms of strength. Yeah? So it was for more than one reason that we stepped into vacuum infusion. It was a good balance. So let's, let's turn back to what we're here to talk about with the electric propulsion. So what's, what's your approach been to this? Because there are several methods of, of driving boats by getting rid of uh, reliance on carbon fuels. So t tell us what the decisions were along the way and what you've arrived at. Now, I think, of course, the, the, the idea is that you're getting independent from, let's say, the fossil fuels, that you, that you are independent. That's something that every sailor is hoping for. That's the idea. When you buy a sailing yacht, you want to use the wind and you want to use an engine as, as less as possible. So this idea, of course, um, is also based on the idea that you can be independent. And uh, of course, it might be a bit early stage. But the thing is, of course, that uh, if you have solar, if you have wind, uh, and if you have 
speed, then you should be able to create your own power. Um, of course, uh, electric propulsion uh, is then the ultimate. Uh, Most people, though, think of the propulsion as being constrained in terms of the distances one can travel or, or the amount of things one can drive power. But, of course, at Contest Yachts, we have a reputation as uh, blue water yachting. So uh, tell me how this all ties together in that respect. Yeah, no, I think uh, what I said before, so it's an early stage. So if you go to electric propulsion, uh, you look at it um, from the perspective we, as a builder of blue water uh, performance cruises, we look at it from the perspective of long range, which means actually that you start to combine with a generator as a source of power, not for propulsion, but for feeding the batteries. Of course, with having a, a, a battery capacity, which is much bigger than the, the regular sailing yachts nowadays, you create the possibility to use this for propulsion as well. So, the, so this is dropping dropping away from having a main propulsion engine, and if yeah. you're a blue water cruising, then you most likely have a generator anyway. Exactly. So you're actually removing one entire unit from the boat. So you're using the generator to fill the batteries to turn the propellers. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's the whole idea. Yeah. So how have you um, how have you how have you how are you going to develop deliver this? Have you you who's your partner in this? Yeah, so it was, I think, already about 10 years ago that we started with the ID. And uh, already at that time, we were in, uh, in touch with uh, Torquedo. And uh, they were just uh, at the start of developing their system. And already at that time, they took a, a big battery pack as the base of their philosophy. And we had a very uh, bright engineer that we still have. And he decided that at one day we should probably need this this battery pack. So from that moment on, we positioned this in all our developments. So the nice part is that that uh, um, we are able uh, on uh, all the yards that we have developed since the last ten years uh, to to position this this battery. And yeah, uh, that was the start of a cooperation that now actually ended into the first built uh, electric uh, Contest 50 CS. Mm -hmm. Okay, so does that mean that you can retrospectively fit electric units? Nah, no, I think you, you need to buy a new yours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, everyone would like to do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it's good that you've been looking at it for so long because mm -hmm. I don't think very many constructors have been looking at it that, for, over that period of time. No, I don't presumably think, I, I agree. Yeah. The company has a... a a very strong collaboration with Lloyd's Register. So presumably yeah. they've been involved in this process as well in discussions. Yeah, true. Yeah. So, so it's actually, it hits the, the construction as well. So it, it was something that has been developed over the years. Mm -hmm. And uh, as I said, from the construction part, it has been also overlooked by Lloyd's. Yeah. And um, what are the, I mean, we're going to, in, in the next in the series, we're going to look at things in a more sort of technical and a bit of a deeper dive into mm -hmm. it. But what are, the, what are the fundamentals of getting the system into the boat? And what are the, we, we've talked about regeneration of power as well. So talk us through that, really. Um, no, there should be also honest. The regeneration at the moment is, is, is more or less based on solar panels and uh, hydro generation. 
So I think a wind generation is also something that that you will find. But but in reality, I think it's solar and uh, and hydro generation, and you can see that you can do um, a bit, but still it will not be uh, sufficient for blue water cruising. So in reality. Um, I would say you 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 need to make um, the difference between let's say day sailing and blue water cruising. For blue water cruising, you need the support of a generator. Yep. But as dis- as discussed, of course, uh, this generator you have anyhow when you have a blue water uh, yacht. I think the big benefit from the perspective of a blue water cruiser is, of course, that you get a, a huge battery pack. And um, as we all know, the battery pack brings also the comfort and the comfort of living on board uh, nowadays is loosely connected to power supply and, and the batteries you rely on for example if you use electric cooking or you have an air conditioning running nowadays you switch on the generator and if you have an, a bigger battery uh, pack you can run it over your batteries but nothing is actually coming close to the battery pack we offer on a um, electric propulsion uh, sailing yacht. I mean, what 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 sort of size of uh, battery pack are we talking here? So we have a forty kilowatts battery pack uh, that comes as a standard if you make the choice for electric propulsion, and then you can upgrade it to an eighty kilowatts battery pack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that really is very very substantial, isn't it? As you say, you get a lot of silent running time with all hotel services running on the boat. So even if you're even if you're not heading off into the far distance, you've still got incredibly silent sailing. So tell me more about the softer benefits of, of electric. Yeah, of course, uh, this is a real benefit that, that people are probably not aware of, that, that you have a tremendous battery capacity. And then, of course, as a sailor, uh, what can I say? You know, uh, we all are waiting for the moment you can switch off the, the, the engine. Absolutely. Yeah, so uh, I think uh, in, in this case, and that's because of the noise uh, of the vibration and, and everything you cut out, it's just so much closer to um, what you prefer as a sailor. But I see nowadays as well that, that even people that like the sound of an engine, in reality, they prefer silence. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're seeing it in the cars on the road, aren't we? Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> it makes life a lot easier. Yeah. So we've got massive battery pack. We've got, we can run services forever. Um, we've got vibration-free and noise-free travel. Yeah, um, but then no smell, about, no smell. Yeah, no yeah. smell, no spillages. Yeah, you've got reduced spillages, and then or potential oil spillages or diesel spillages in the in the compartments. We we talked about it before. Um, but then, what also about maintenance? Because it's uh, an electric motor is very much simpler, isn't it, in its mechanics? So t- tell me a bit about maintenance. Yeah, it's simpler now. So what? And so what we said before, uh, you take the main engine out. Yeah? So you still have probably a generator, but the generator you had anyhow. So I think the maintenance on the generator is the same, and you are taking out the maintenance on the on the main engine, which is of course always the most important maintenance you do on on your boat. So um, I think that's a big benefit as well. But in the in the unit itself, there's very little maintenance, isn't there? Effectively, effectively, it's like just a giant starter motor in a way, isn't that? So the you never service your starter motor, um, no. so there's a lot, lot less to do. Yeah, so that reduces cost as well. So yeah, yeah. okay. Um, well, in terms of the, uh, in terms of service, let's go one step further. We are blue water cruising. 
we're over on somewhere in the other side of the world. I haven't got a conventional main engine, but how, how am I going to have my, my, when I do come to service, how am I going to get my electric propulsion looked after? I've gathered, I think, the torpedo are pretty well set right away around the, around the globe. So I imagine that it's a very much simpler process. Yeah, that is also one of the reasons we decided to have Torquedo as our partner. And because they are expanding quite rapidly. And, and I think that is important. You need a partner that, that is able to, to give service throughout the world. And so the reality is, of course, you will probably have less need of service. Um, but if there is something, then uh, you would rely on, on a partner that is uh, having this global yeah. program. I think also, there's re is there remote servicing in the sense of um, linking up over the internet to get things sorted out? I guess uh, <laughs> <laughs> that will be the case. I'm not sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's, we're, we're going to be talking to Torquedo in the second um, episode. This will be a good first. So that'll be a good first question <laughs> for them. Let let everybody feel comfortable. But uh, okay. Well, um, I'll just see what uh, else we might have here before we come to the conclusion. But I think pretty much if if we just run back down through, let's just quickly go through the benefits. So if you would take me through, we've no down to one diesel unit on board instead of two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that means actually, if you go for uh, the blue water cruising option, I would definitely go for the generator. So you you are missing the main engine with the benefits of that. Yeah. yeah. No, no noise, no vibration, no smells. And that's got to be good news on board, hasn't it? Yeah. That's going to be a welcome facet. Absolutely. Um, okay. Well, look, I think we can probably wrap it up there for now. Yeah. Absolutely. So uh, very many thanks for the conversation. Thank you. And thank you, everyone, for coming into our podcast. And we'll look forward to seeing you for episode two. And please uh, don't forget to subscribe so we can keep up to date with everything that's happening. Thanks a lot. Bye for now. Thank you, I. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.